y'all ain't set it up yet. Okay. Waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, all right. My bad. Yeah, we ready now? Yeah, we ready. All right. Here we go. Look at talk. The new episode starts now. Welcome one. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Look at Talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this your man, V. Jones, holding it down in Florida. And guess what? We got some guests coming in from Philly, from the Outer Left Field podcast. Gentlemen, how you doing tonight? Yo, what's going on? I'm from the Outer Left Podcast. What's going on, Hazy Baby from the Outer Left Podcast? What's up, gentlemen? Ladies Hashtag gentlemen. shoulders down. <laughs> yes, sir. This is the um, the OLF podcast round where V. Jones gets to know the guys from the OLF podcast. So, guys, tell me a little about the podcast. Ah, uh, man, we started off four of us doing just sports. Uh, the show kind of multiplied into see now we got about eight nine niggas on the table. Uh, start doing ladies' nights joint a couple months after we start doing sports. Ladies' nights got a little few more different downloads, so we put the show together. That's where you got hashtag all love convo and uh, hashtag all love podcast. Hashtag all love podcast, just the regular sports joints. Convo is the life, relationships, kids, religion, uh, politics, whatever the fuck is the topic of the day. And shoulders down is just trademark of the show. You want to listen to the show, you know what the fuck shoulders down is. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, how'd you guys build up? I see you guys are at like what? 150 episodes? 152, 153 will be up this week. Yo, that, that is dope for longevity. Like, how did, what made you guys keep the show going for so long, so many episodes? I mean, we just, um, I mean, once we kind of figured out how to do it, because we, we always talk, like, the show is organic, man. Like, everything. We talk about all the stuff we talk about, all the talking we do, we did on a regular basis just amongst each other. So once we started recording, it just became like an epidemic. Like we just couldn't stop. You know what I'm saying? We said we, we, we committed to doing it every week. You know what I'm saying? Not every other week, not once a month, not twice a month. Once we knew how to get the SoundCloud rolling and then the YouTube came along, we just didn't want to stop. So we just committed to just doing it every week. I mean, like, we all we all grew up together for the most part. Like, even if this one didn't grow up on our block, then he went to school with this one. Or these two knew each other. So, like, everybody around the table and knew each other for at least 15 to 20 years. So, so you guys all grew up together in Philadelphia? Yeah. Nice, nice. That's what's up. That's, that's wonderful keeping long-term friendships like that together. But one question, how's the weather up there? Cold as fuck. It's free. Hey, don't bad. Hey, <laughs> hey it's, it's believe it or not, it's cold down here in Florida too. But see, the one thing about Florida weather, one day it's hot and then the next day it's cold. See, when it's cold up north, it's consistently cold. So, y'all, yeah, 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 yeah it ain't been hot since September. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this though. I don't know where the snow been. I ain't looking for it either. But it, we ain't had none of that this year. That's for sure. Chill. Don't throw the S word out there, B. <laughs> <laughs> no <That's> <laughs> so, so how did y'all decide to get started with this out of left field podcast? Just from like conversations y'all been having? Um, um shout out the boy. Yeah, yeah SP Boer, um, he who's also on the show. He and um T Stokes, they just had an idea and you know, they called me one day and I was like, you know, I thought about doing a podcast myself and you know, if I would have tried to do it myself, it would have just came along a lot slower. And it's like, like I said before, we always talk stuff anyway. So it's like, you know, why don't we start recording it? So 
the initial idea was um was bore idea and like you know they told TT uh then they told me and then you know next thing you know I even bore a brother so you know he knew it and then it just became the four of us and we just started doing it and you know it was like a a, a domino effect like everybody else we knew just trying to gravitate toward it because what we was doing was just it was cool it was organic and we do stuff how we want to do it that's what really makes it a great podcast. That's what's up. That yeah, you guys definitely got a dope flip. You know what I'm saying. So how has the city embraced you? Your podcast. The city is shabby as fuck. The city just started picking up recently. Uh, that's pretty much just how things go here. Is the motherfuckers from the city ain't gonna never jump on shit till they see somebody else jumped on it. So we got a whole lot more love out of. Florida, Carolina, the Carolinas, uh, Dallas, Houston, L.A., Detroit, uh, Baltimore. Like, we got love everywhere else before we got it at home. And, I mean, that's just pretty much the way that it works here. Yeah. Believe it or not, it actually works like that for us. I'm doing a look in Florida. It's like we get love from all other people, like, in Texas and different states. But why do you feel that is that people people um, outside of your home will show you more love than – people in your hometown. I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. Shit, I went to Dallas. We did a meet and greet type of thing in Dallas with some other podcast, uh, you know, some podcast family. Shout out to this better this way, talking greasy and hear ye. For me to go to this fucking place and 30 different podcasts show up to a meet and greet, and I'm telling them, like, y'all don't understand, like, where I'm from, this shit would never happen. If two podcasts got together and said, yo, we going to do an event, these other three podcasts would just say, oh, I'm going to do my own shit. I'm going to do my own shit. I'm going to do my own shit so that they don't have to come mm-hmm. support your shit. Right. And I just feel like, I feel like when you're from your city, people just feel like they know you. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, it's just, it's hard. It's easier to get behind for whatever reason. I can't even explain it for the life of me, but that's how things work. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when it comes to rap, anything, if I go to my friend and say I want to rap or whatever, like, you know, it'll take them a while to take me seriously, maybe. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, like Heim said, the city is starting to take notice. You're going to be selling hot dogs and niggas ain't going to show love. They're going to go this nigga over here. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless we giving it away, like, ain't nobody going, you know, we got a whole... Borg got a whole clothing line. You know what I'm saying? Ask me how many as, people. Ask Fort Monarchs on the ground. Yeah. And we send this, we send in more, we send in merch out to Dallas more than we ship the stuff in the city. So it's like, I feel like it's like when people, when people know you, it just, I don't know, that they feel like they don't have the support. Yeah, that's what's up. I, I definitely agree that it's sad that people don't feel like they have support. But, but I'm back to this clothing brand. So whose clothing brand is it? That's boring, my brother. Have free have. That's Asphalt Monarchs, Street Royalty. A- Asphalt Monarchs on the ground. Okay, okay, that's what's up. So camshafts, right, um, and all that. You know, what I'm saying you got some shit out of town, we ship it to you, no problem. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, so tell me this: all 152 episodes so far. Which ones were you guys look back? Would you say this was a favorite episode? The Nipsey episode. Uh, Nipsey episode was shit. I can't remember the number, but that was probably the Nipsey shit. Nipsey got killed after we did the show one. After we did the show that Sunday, 
So the next week we go to uh, Do For Self Studio. Shout out to TV Bay. He was up on the joint and just that type of episode where we got calls from all around the country. You got motherfucker from LA, you got Virginia, you got somewhere in Carolina. Like, I can't remember it now because it was so long ago, but that episode just, niggas trying to smoke 60L, so they was higher than high. Uh, and just getting a different perspective from all around the, around the country, like, of the motherfuckers that's listening to the show and how they felt about the situation and the content that we just put out that day. Damn, I tell you, believe it or not, it's like oh. I actually reported episode thirty of Blick Talks to get when the guests had revealed that got shot and I was like, Oh, there's no way in hell. And once we got done recording, I saw it on the news, I said, Oh hell no. Oh yeah, that was the Kobe shit for us. Uh TT gets the text about the Kobe about Kobe at the end of the show and we just stopped the fucking show because it was like, Oh no, we like I can't even think of what the fuck to say. Damn, see, I was at work. It's like all my coworkers was like, when Kobe passed away, she was like, Oh, Kobe Bryant passed away. I was like, No way in hell. Luckily, I was about to go on break like five minutes later. I pulled up my phone. I said, Oh, damn. So, Kobe, how did his death uh, seems like he grew up right there in Philly? Take that one first, Ace. Hey, I'm no problem, I was, I was asking, um, How did the death of Kobe affect you guys? Um, since he grew up in the Philly. Uh, no, he's cut out. I don't know if you heard that one. Um, shit, Kobe situation for us here, we've been watching Kobe since 95. So the Kobe shit hit us different, like, because we was on it before the world was on it, because we was on the ground. Yeah. And we was on the ground with that, so we seen it through the high schools and all of that. Like, we talked about this on the show couple weeks ago, it was like, man, every Saturday morning, you wasn't going to miss high school sports show. You had to see Kobe. Like, he just didn't look like everybody else. He looked different. He played different. His style was different. Like, and his name was different. The name obviously catches you from the beginning. So that shit was like one of your own people. Like, that was like, I felt like that was somebody like, I grew up with because it was like you've been in he been in my life since I was fucking what 95? I was eight. Like I was a kid when Kobe was, you know, when first started watching. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's like even down here in Florida, because I was thinking I was like seven or six when Kobe um was first balling. I first saw him, I was like, oh my goodness, this man, he was special, you know. And it's like and he was always so dominant and you know, and that's he was like our generation's Michael Jordan, basically. So it's like no that death definitely hit home. I'm like, damn. I'm like, first Nipsey died, then Kobe passed away. That was just, you know. I mean, to be completely honest with you, Nipsey was more so the type of person that he was. It wasn't really so much about his raps for me with Nipsey. Yeah. It was once you start doing your homework on the type of dude that he was and what he got going on and the type of shit that he's trying to build in his community and like all of that shit was the shit that was different for me with Nipsey. Uh, yeah. More so than, than he just killed this verse on whatever the fuck song. Like. Yeah, it was always like that for me with Nipsey as well. I definitely agree with you there. All the work he was doing in the community, I saw how he was making the community a better place. So I definitely um, you I definitely gotta respect. You gotta respect that type shit, man. 
Yeah, anybody that goes back to their hometown and gives back to their community and wants to make their community a better place, man, you got to give love to that. You got to definitely show love because he had kind of programs that definitely help people um, better out, you know. Definitely agree with you there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Liquor Talk Podcast. This is the Liquor Talk Podcast. I got the OLF podcast with me today, y'all. So go ahead and check out this podcast and go ahead and subscribe to both shows on all platforms. So tell me this, what episode did you say to yourself, it's like, damn, we got something here? Uh, to be honest with you, this is going to sound a little different, but we've been having these conversations on the corner of our block forever. So it was kind of like you already knew, yeah, this could work. Because, like I said, Boar came up, Hayes said this earlier, Boar came up with the initial idea. Boar had a real bad accident uh, 2016. Mm-hmm. So, like, it kind of forced him to be in the house to sit down. And a bunch of draft videos is what he was watching that year. And it was just like, man, we could talk about this shit. Or we talk about this shit. Like, these niggas are starting to pay people to sit here and... These niggas are starting to pay people to sit here and give your opinion on whatever the fuck. Like, why you put cheese on a sandwich? And it's like, <laughs> I put cheese on my sandwich, nigga. I can tell you, like, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, they kind of just knew it from the beginning. It was like knowing the personalities and knowing where we would take it and what we would say with it. And it was like, yeah, this shit can work. But... Yeah, it was kind of really from the beginning. Like, it didn't really take to, like, episode 20 or nothing like that. Because, I mean, she was a little rough in the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. always like, it's like that with anything. You got to work out the kinks. Definitely there. And, um, what's something you wish you would have known about podcasting before you got, got even started? Uh, how to monetize. Yeah, I think y'all. <laughs> I think that's, know that. Yeah, that's probably everybody answer because I mean at first this shit just costs you money. This shit costs you time, it costs you money, it costs you the effort, the energy, you gotta come up with the topics and all like none of this shit is none of this shit is easy in the beginning. But I, if you can always spot the bigger people. I definitely agree. So and people keep calling me now because we record. <laughs> Oh, man, see, but I've, I've had this shit happen to people on because now they're recording this. So, yeah, we're supposed to be doing like a live joint tomorrow. Now the girl won't call me a thousand times when I've been waiting for her all damn day. Yeah, so, so what y'all talking about the live joint tomorrow? Um, it's like a panel for black, uh, what's going on with the black men? Why are the black men not standing up for the black women in the community type of thing? Hmm. Yeah, um, I we I, I could definitely weigh in on that for you, know, So I'll definitely um give that opinion a little bit later in the show. Y'all keep listening, y'all, ladies and gentlemen. So, some advice to um anybody want to get into podcasting, you want to tell people. Oh damn, my bad. Somebody else was fucking texting me. Um, a little bit of advice you talking about for somebody starting off a podcast or Eugene? Yeah. What kind of advice? Starting off a podcast. Uh, rule number one: do it how you want to do it. Don't let somebody tell you that it got to be this way because it just got to. Don't let nobody tell you how to do your shit. Make sure you listen to all of your shit. You put out audio, listen to the audio. You put out video, watch the video. Because you can't have somebody come to you asking you why did this happen or that happen and you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because you don't have that perspective because you didn't watch it or you didn't listen to it. 
So if you're going to put something out there with your name on it, then really do it. Don't half-ass it. Don't bullshit it. I feel you. That's definitely real. So to loosen up, what's the best place in Philly to keep from? The best place now? Uh, gentrification and hit That's kind of hard. Damn. <laughs> so... I think justification to hit everyone in America hard, to be honest. Oh, no, they got retarded here. Like, we got, like, the fastest rising neighborhood in the country. Uh, Like, down here where we're from, shit went from 100, shit went from 50,000, 30,000 to a million in no time. um, So I would go with gems to keep it, uh, I would probably just say gems. It was Ishka Bivles on South Street, but HK Bibbles didn't even hit a wall now. Shit is so goofy now. Like, you look up every day and you be like, when the fuck was it ever land over there? Like, and they didn't build 12 houses on that motherfucker. Damn. They knocking whole they knocking whole blocks down up here. Like, this shit is out of this shit is all out of order. And so is it similar to what's going on in DC as well? It's really like South Philly is close. South Philly is like down by the stadiums. All the stadiums is all in the same area. So it's like they want that area because you're closer to the Sixers, the Eagles, the Phillies, the Flyers. You're right down there 15 minutes on the sub from every fucking thing. And if you're in South Philly, you can get the you can get on 95 or 76, and now you in North Philly that easy. You can get to Delaware that easy. You can get to Jersey. Like it's just close to everything. And they just fucking they like, oh fuck that. We need that area. Hey, don't feel bad. I, it's like that here because I be seeing, I be shit in like sound like downtown Tampa area. Shit went built up years ago, but then I come back, I'm seeing all this new lost and shit. I'm like, what the hell y'all get this shit up? This is hey, crazy. Them lofts are some bullshit, ain't they? <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. So, do Philly people really hate people? Nah, I ain't never heard that one. No, because somebody told me in the sports spot, people from Philly really can't play sports. Because... Oh, no, nah, you're talking Bucks, Eagles, then. I mean, Eagles fans hate everybody. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm not really the best person to speak for the <laughs> Eagles fans. Personally, fuck the Eagles. That's just how I feel about the situation, but you know. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Cowboys fan from Philly, that. That's interesting. Hey, I'm man. A Cowboys fan. When I was a kid, it was the Coy Detmer, uh, Bobby Hoying era. The Eagles was trash. So why the fuck was I going to root for these bum-ass niggas? My dad and them is pissed off every week watching these bum-ass niggas lose. So I'm not. Fuck, am I going to do that to myself? Meanwhile, I, I was a Bills fan at the time. But it was like, these niggas keep losing the goddamn Super Bowl every year. Yeah, these cowboy they, niggas keep winning every year, so I'm going with these cowboy niggas because these niggas keep winning. And that's and, how that is. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still loyal to the Cowboys. I hear what Stephen A. said about the Cowboys every week. They haven't done nothing five, and you still loyal to them. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm like, see, this is something Boar would say on it. Boar says all the time, he's a die easy fan. He's not going down with the ship. He's yeah. very he's very easily off the team. He could have fucked with y'all this season and don't fuck with y'all next season. See me, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. We right, shitty that's... this year. We shitty this year. We just shitty this year. I just I... won't talk as much shit. But man, I 
worked on Broad Street when the Eagles won, I can't tell you how pissed I was walking down Broad Street. And motherfuckers are screaming and hollering, honking their horns. Ooh, I, I passed I, my goddamn house all night. Yeah. I can I can imagine being a fan of another a rival team in that rival city actually wins the Super Bowl. It was like it was like that for me when I lived there a couple of years, being a Tampa Bay fan, having to hear all these Dallas fans um crying about their team. But I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. But yeah, but when Philly I can't lie, that one when Vic went up against Philly, I was like, come on, Philly. So these Falcons fans could just shut up. Yeah, that was the one that they got back then, bum ass McNabb. That bum ass McNabb was the problem. You had to get him the fuck out of there. Yeah, so you see, so that's what Sasha think was the problem was with McNabb yeah. when he finally left. McNabb was terrible. Like <laughs> all of us knew that. McNabb was shitty. Nobody, yeah. nobody here fucks with McNabb. I don't think you get one motherfucker who's gonna tell you, oh no, McNabb was the shit. I don't know that nigga. That nigga tell you that he ain't really from here. I can tell you that. Damn, I thought I, I thought the brothers and stuff be rude for the brother, the brother at the QB, but damn. That's what you was trying to do, but then you just after years and years of the shittiness, you like, why am I keep doing this to myself? This boy is terrible. <laughs> hey man, but 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 since we never left, I mean Philly don't want a Super Bowl, but I mean <laughs> I mean, you got some niggas who Nick Foles, uh, you got some, not Nick Foles, um, Carson Wentz. You got some niggas who love Carson Wentz. Some people are just blinded by, it's one of those things I would always say whenever we go to sports. Like, I don't play the result. Some people just go, he completed three passes, but they won. So, you know, he's the greatest nigga in the world because he has three completions. And then you got a nigga like me. I don't give a fuck if you won, lost, or draw. Nigga, you had three completions. You had three fucking completions. We're not going to just act like you was turning it the fuck out because y'all won the game. Nah, Some I, niggas will. <laughs> nah, that, and those are the people that get – those people that they just – they get sidetracked. They're not trying to improve their craft. So I'm with you on that. It's like if you had three completions and that's it? No, nah, I'm going to see more than three completions. It's like Jimmy Garoppolo. They start telling you like Jimmy Garoppolo led the 49ers to the Super Bowl when a nigga threw, what, seven passes in the NFC Championship? Like he didn't lead shit. He, he was getting dragged. He was getting dragged on his face. Uh-huh. All they did was all they did was hand the ball off, and guess that's all. Lillard and they had a good defense, and Kim, but Kansas City got that ass though. <laughs> that's why I said I'm like, when motherfuckers would tell you like, uh, what's his name? Um, God damn, I forgot his name. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning second Super Bowl. He didn't have shit to do with that. He just happened to be on the team. Like. You can't tell me like Peyton Manning led to Super Bowl. That, no, he didn't. Like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to just sit here and fabricate and act like the nigga really had something to do with it. He talked about when he got back to Super Bowl with, um, when he was with them, when he was with Broncos. When they beat Carolina, yeah. Yeah. And oh, he yeah, had he fucking, uh, he had 100 yards in the game in the Super Bowl. Oh, that was. Because that defense shut Cam down. That was all defense. No he doubt. Got, you got that was all defense. Most people don't give credit where it's due. They give credit to the quarterback. They go, they go straight to win, lose, or draw. It's because of the quarterback. That's how it is in football. Now. I don't know why they – I've seen some cases where they – to defenses and um the defensive MVP, that's how you know it was because of the – 
like back when when carried that same Super Bowl when Von Miller won the um MVP. So Patrick Mahomes won the fucking Super Bowl MVP this year. Why? Like he looked he had a bad game. The motherfucker Look, though, Chris Jones had what three straight uh like third downs. He he bats the ball down at the goal line. I mean at the at the front at the yeah, at the front yard line three times on third down. Like that's the fucking plays that win the game. Not Patrick Mahomes was fucking struggling. You throw four yeah. touchdowns from the one yard line, like that's not like, oh shit, I'm so impressed. Like No, I feel you on that to a degree. Pat Mahomes brought his team back though, because for their first three quarters, it's like they were trailing the whole game, but it's like you should, if you tell them by that amount, you just like some guys they just like, man, fuck it, they don't want, but he he rallied his team and kept leading him back. So I'll give him that, you know what I'm saying? Because that fourth quarter when it counted, that's when he woke up and started hitting his passes and stuff. So I guess that's why he got the MVP. He the but, quarterback. Um, Eli Manning got them fucking Super Bowl MVPs because he's the quarterback. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think Eli should have got the MVP. So Peyton got the first one. When they played against Chicago in the ring, he got that fucking one on uh, day one. He's the quarterback. While Dominic Rose had 100 and something yards and was the whole reason that they won because it was raining and he wasn't throwing the ball. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, Peyton should have got that, that MVP. So um, that's a handful of times we look at MVPs. But um, but shifting it to basketball, what's going on with the Sixers, man? They got, they got all the talent, but they're not the guys trying to get hurt. Ben now. Simmons is fucking shitty. He's terrible. He's horrible. We need to get rid of his bum ass ASAP. The answer that, to all your questions is Ben Simmons. He's fucking terrible. So you have to get rid of Ben Simmons. Of, um, I would have drove his ass to the airport last year. <laughs> he is a fucking bum. He said I would have drove his ass to the airport. Damn, he that bad? He is terrible. You watch this nigga play? He came out of, play. He came out his first year already a rookie. He don't want to shoot. He a little timid. All right, that's cool. He's a rookie. The nigga blows past. Like I remember his first year against Boston in the playoffs. He blow past Warford three possessions in a row. Turns right around. Where's Covington? Where's JJ? Where's Embiid? It's like nigga. If you just go to the hole, you got an easy layup. You got an easy dunk. I've been grinding this nigga up for all these years because it's like Giannis does exactly what you should be doing. Giannis can't fucking shoot. But Giannis is going to the hole going, you can't fucking guard me. This bum-ass nigga, though, he ain't going to do it. Man, I see that, man. I'll be like, Simmons, why don't you just why don't you just pull up on the hole, you know what I'm saying? But I also see Giannis also working on his shooting game, you know what I'm saying? But I see, I'm like... My bad, what did you What did you just say right there? Could you say that for me one more time to make sure the listeners heard that? I see Giannis working on his shooting game. One more time, please. You said Giannis <laughs> is working on his game. That's a crazy concept. Actually going in the gym, trying some shit, working on your left hand, your right hand, how to maneuver and shit. You mean I you can Giannis actually do that? So you mean you can actually get better? Is that what you're saying? Because <laughs> according, according to this bum-ass nigga, they don't let you go to the gym and do shit. Oh, you can't. On, he- He's just making up excuses now. Come on now. No. Nah, that's what I'm saying. He, no, he's not saying that shit. If you watch this bum-ass play here, you can fucking tell yourself. Like, yeah. I know I know ball. I know when it's like, all right, it ain't right. Like, it ain't working yet, but he's working on it. That nigga ain't working on it. He ain't working on nothing. He is garbage. 
Yeah. He is so. the problem. And B shoot all them fucking threes because his bum ass is in just standing in the lane. He's clogging the fucking lane. So now you fuck up the whole team. You fuck up everybody else's game. You make everybody else look shitty because you fucking suck. He's the problem. So in the ideal world, you'd want to get rid of Ben and just trade Ben Simmons away. I would have drove him to the airport <laughs> last year. Hey, that's what's up. <laughs> so do you think is, is someone Ben Simmons or Say that again. Your joint broke up. Oh my bad. Um, so so you think that's gonna be the number one problem? That's gonna solve all the Sixers' problem and just get rid of Ben Simmons. You gotta get rid of Ben. You gotta get anybody who can actually fucking shoot the ball. I mean, the way the game is now, I hate the shit because it's not basketball. It's just a fucking three point contest. Like I don't want to see fucking Ben McLemore shoot fifteen threes. Like that's not ball. That's not. The skill, they don't take no talent. Like, that's just who can chuck the most fucking threes is the way niggas is just playing now. And the shit is like it's unappealing. Like, yeah, it ain't it ain't like how it was in old school, you know what I'm saying? Back when you had guys that were actually driving to the lane and um had moves and counter moves and counter moves could do and, different shit. And then then the game got soft. No one and then it's like I don't know, man. It's, it's I guess we'll have to figure out a way to deal with it. But you're right. I don't want to see the Houston. I don't like watching the Houston Rockets play because they shoot about 50 million threes. I'm like, come on now. At least if you're going to shoot that many threes, you make some of them shit. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like, these motherfuckers act like you're just stupid. Like, threes worth more than two. Like, for real? Y'all niggas passed kindergarten too? Like, (laughs) I hate when they say that dumb shit. Like, nobody ain't never know that. Like, Magic and them ain't know that back in 81 that three was worth more than two. Them niggas couldn't do no math. Like, they was just fucking stupid. No, see, them niggas didn't care back in the day. They, they wanted to go at your throat. That's that's how it was back in the day. But now these niggas, they just, they, just, they ain't scared to pull up for three. Pull no, up. A, lot of, a lot of them niggas back in the day, though, it was really garbage. Like, that's yeah. the one thing niggas don't like to acknowledge. Like, a nigga like Magic couldn't play today. Like, Trevor Ariza would lock Magic. Trevor Ariza ain't even really nobody, but the big six nine, I'm gonna just back you down the whole way. Like, no, nah, that ain't working today, man. It ain't work the double team too, so that ain't gonna work. Not not even a double team. Like you watched the finals in ninety one. Nah, oh, all right, you just gonna back down fucking Jim Pax and we're gonna put Scotty on you. You ain't backing him the fuck down. Exactly. Like, now the whole team's crippled. Y'all can't do shit. Exactly. Magic them like a lot of them guys that played back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm saying you got nigga like Isaiah because he could dribble. Uh-huh. Isaiah could still play. Yeah, nigga like Magic ain't on handle. What the fuck are you gonna do? Yeah. So who do you think back? Do you think a nigga like James Harden back in those? Can he play back in them days? Because yeah, well, I think he can because Harden had all the other shit in his game before they just became the let's shoot threes and get layups team. Yeah. Like when Harden was in OKC, he didn't look like this. When Harden was at Arizona State, he didn't look like this. He played actual basketball. Like he showed you moves. He did shit on the floor like a regular basketball player, not just I'm going to see how many threes and layups I can get. Yeah. Yeah, I see on that. Any finals this year. I had Sixers and the Clippers in the beginning of the season. 
a couple weeks ago on the podcast, we talked about that, and I'm I don't like neither one of them now. To be honest with you, after Kobe died, you know the Lakers are going to the finals, and I mean I, I don't really like none of the teams at the top of the East. I guess you kind of just gotta say Milwaukee because they got the best record, but I don't really like none of them niggas. Like, I don't trust Middleton, Bledsoe, Brooke Lopez, none of these bum-ass niggas. Yeah, I think I think Milwaukee, they should put a little bit more talent around. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, Toronto showed us that last conference final, you know, so it's like, Toronto been look good, even with I'm like, damn, I thought I'm sure they suck with even that, though, like, who's the nigga? Game on the line, like, you trust Siakam to get you to the you get to get you there? Because I don't. Like, money on the line, game six on the road, we down one with the ball. Who getting us a bucket? Uh, I'll, I'll maybe say a lot That's what I'm saying. I'm not trusting Kyle. Kyle from here. I ain't seen Kyle playing since forever. <laughs> so, I ain't trusting Kyle money on the line. You remember year after year when uh, yeah. it was him, him and DeRozan, DeRozan they, they was folding every year in the playoffs. See, that's that shit niggas do. Now they won a championship. Now niggas is all Kyle Clutch. Like, huh? Just was unreliable. <laughs> like, so all these years. Up, basically. Niggas play the result, man. <laughs> if you win, you're the greatest. If you lose, you're a fucking bum. They don't give a fuck. History don't remember how shit happens. It just remembers that it happened. Yeah, that's true. That's 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 real. Till you start telling the nigga like, oh, you don't remember what they called holding three times and the nigga fumbled and like, oh yeah, 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 I forgot all about that. Yeah, because you just talking about these niggas was killing. History don't remember facts. History just remembers the result. Yeah, that's that's all they remember. They all. As you were champion, they don't remember the times you were fucking up. They just gonna remember, oh, you were champion. But it's like it's like that with a lot of them guys. It's like yo, you remember? They don't remember the times they were falling flat on their face in the finals, or no, they all remember. Is- That's what I'm saying. Yeah, niggas don't. You don't pay yeah. attention to the full picture. You just play the result. What's up? All right, moving on. Some things we talked about on previous on previous podcasts. So now you sent me via the DMs. If you did a porn category, what what do you think would be under? My porn would be under head. I would be laid back, hands hands behind my head. The chick would be killing me. Yeah, maybe personally. I think I think I'd be in um category whether it's head or me me just killing her. One of them two. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah, we did the joint on the podcast, and we had a call, and the caller was like, whatever it is where people watch you. So my man, CEO Rowe, shout out to CEO Rowe, he answers the question. We thought to him first, he ain't got no answer. He like, I don't know. I don't know no categories. I don't know what I would go with. So the chick calls and says that, and the nigga goes, oh, you talking about voyeurism? Like, hold up. (laughs) Like, you went from I don't know shit to... You knew what this type of freak shit was, nigga. So like, so yeah, maybe because the girl called in, is that what it is? Nah, nigga was on some freak shit. He didn't want to be on air saying that shit. Yeah. Listen, if it's one thing I have, 
podcast, and sometimes you gotta loosen up because your followers do want to want to know what you really think. So I will say that, you know. But oh no, like I said, man, you watch our fucking podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at Out of Left Field Podcast. Follow us on the gram at OLF Podcast. Um, you watch or listen to our podcast. If you watch, you see how high niggas is in the building. So. Sometimes the shit's just flowing and the nigga's just, he gonna say some dumb shit and we don't edit. You say some dumb shit like we didn't had guests before where, hey, yo, I ain't mean to say that. We gotta take that out. Hey, ain't no take that out, nigga. Like, we ain't doing no, no editing. We push, we re- push record on the motherfucking computer and we posting this shit two minutes after we done. We already hitting what's the description, what did we talk about? We ain't editing this motherfucker. So you hey. say some dumb shit, nigga, it will be on there. You know, I'm that same way. I've, yep, podcasts and stuff. The fuck, you just say that like, damn. We know this episode. I mean, I can tell. I can tell when I get there what type podcast we gonna have. Like, I can tell whenever we bring up Jay Z. Uh, I think that was episode 125 when the Jay Z NFL shit came up. You mentioned the name Jay-Z, and it's just the whole room loses his fucking mind. Like, it just its too many different, opi- different opinions about the nigga. So I know whenever we got Jay-Z on the joint, it's like, oh, yeah, this, this audio is going to be crazy because niggas ain't going to shut the fuck up. Niggas ain't going to keep their shoulders down so that we could get this shit and do it right. Niggas just going to keep trying to talk over each other. And everybody ain't going to get their shit off. So now this nigga's really mad. Now this nigga's not going. Now he don't want to say shit. He won't shut the fuck up and keeps trying to talk over everybody. Like I could just tell when we get there, like what type of episode it's gonna be. Oh, some man. weeks, sometimes you in there and it's like, okay, we're gonna have to get this nigga a few drinks before we hit record. We're gonna have to loosen this nigga up. We're gonna have to talk to this nigga and see what the fuck is going on. Cause he's not really saying shit over here. Something's obviously wrong. Like it's just different shit that you gotta do. But that's a plus, that's a gift and a curse though, with us having so many people on the show is you never know how you, the listener, would never know how it's going to turn out or who's going to come. And might be six of us this week, might be ten of us next week, might be three of us this week. Like That's the good thing about having that many people is it's always somebody there to get that content out. Hey, that's real. That's real. I definitely agree with you. But I think, but I think it was like in the, like the, in the teens and twenties of Lick Talk, I had people on and while I was finding what some people they just weren't really showing tribute, and you know what I'm saying. Some people it'd be nice, but I'm like, no. I told people straight up, if you want to come on, I need you contributing. You know what I'm saying. That's why sometimes we had to slide them a little something to drink, but then I loosen up. So I definitely, I definitely feel you when you would come for like trying to loosen people up. So, at what age do you feel like people you saw have? Uh, it's kind of. Uh... It's kind of like the late 20s, but it's kind of like really when responsibility hits you. Once you start having babies and shit, you start having babies at 19 or at 15, nigga, you need to start figuring this the fuck out. Because you got somebody who's laying here who needs you to have your shit together so that you can take care of them. I definitely agree on that. It's like at the age you start having kids, that's when you need to have it all together. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have time to be trying to Try shit. If it don't work, don't work. Because, you know, you got a child. Yeah, you got somebody you got dependent family, on you. You got a whole family yep. dependent on you. 
So yeah, we don't we don't have time for you to do shit like I talked about. I fucked up an income tax check in the weekend. Hey. I ain't had, I wasn't married at the time. I ain't had no kids at the time. Me and my cousin had a couple parties, and when I went to go to the motherfucking market that next that Sunday night, and the motherfucking card said, Mm-mm, "What you doing here?" <laughs> so, uh, I know I got I know I got money. Start calling that motherfucker. Say, oh, shit, yo, we we did what? Like, you can do shit like that when you got no kids. You got kids, and you got people looking at you. You got people depending on you, nigga. You can't go out there and fuck up. So, yeah, I normally, like I said, I would have said in your late twenties, once you hit into like the thirties. But yeah, it's once you got a responsibility. Once you got the responsibility of other people, because like if a nigga comes. And you got my daughter. I don't give a fuck that you 18, nigga. You got my daughter, nigga. You need to have your shit together. You think you get me? I, I definitely agree with you. It's like, if you if you with my daughter or if you with my woman and she pregnant with your child, you definitely need to have it all together. And as a man, I think for a, hand, a woman's hand in marriage, you need to have all this shit together because that family is going to be looking at you like, this nigga have it all up? They they. Anything they're gonna be looking at you about, you know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, even not even you can't really wait for marriage because some niggas ain't gonna never get married. Yeah, that's true. So some niggas will be 45 before you get married. You shouldn't be 45 and still going, yeah, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm working on it. Like, no, nigga, you can't be 45 and working on it. You could be working on some shit, but you can't be working on the overall picture of you. Nah. Now, nah, 45, you need to have it all. Nah, I'm not saying you need to have all. You can, I've heard stories where some success stories where people started at a later age, but they, they at least had the foundation of what they were doing. You know what I'm saying? Every situation is always different, but I don't mean that's the situation I want my daughter in. Yeah. So, speaking of tax returns, what did you think about? I know, I don't know if you saw this story now, but I know we definitely talked about it. Should a woman give a man proper tax? And what do you think of the men that give acts of women for their tax? I mean, if if you dumb enough to give somebody your whole fucking income tax check, if you, like I said, you got the responsibility. If, if you're getting any real money, that means you got kids that you claim. Which means you can't just afford to be giving this nigga all your money. But if you're stupid enough to do that, then you're supposed to get exactly what you deserve. Because you're fucking stupid. You shouldn't be trusted with however many thousands of dollars that you got because you're obviously not going to make good decisions with it. Now, if y'all married or in a relationship and y'all got some kids and she's claiming the kids, which is why she got all the extra money, then all right, yeah, that's understandable for you to come down because you got the money because of our kids. You didn't get the money just because they liked you or you wrote your name nice. But I ain't even know that because this seems to be a thing niggas keep talking about on their podcast. Like, so niggas is really out here just telling their chicks like they need the whole fucking like they need the whole check so you could do what? Like, yeah. I don't know. Niggas yeah, I don't bullshit. know either because I didn't think it was a thing until I saw it on social media and discussed on social media. I'm like, really? Women? That's what I said. I, I've seen this now on, on quite a few podcasts. I'm like, damn, these women out here this stupid? I'm like, I, me as a man, I would never ask my lady for a tax refund unless I know in my mind I'm going to pay her back, you know? So I know I have a mindset like, hey, let me borrow this and I'm going to give it back to you. That's good. But not no, let me just hold it for you and put it in savings. No, that's your money. You earned that shit. You need to, you deserve to blow it, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, though, now, it's a different situation if 
give you my, I give you my situation. For example, mm-hmm. my wife claims my daughter, so my wife is getting this money because it's our daughter. Yeah, that's different. So yeah, you got the extra money. All right, I don't need to ask you for this shit. You're going to just going to give it to me because we're married. Now, if this is just some girl I talked to and she got her own daughter. And she tell me, oh, yeah, I got my income tax check. I'm not then going to her like, yo, let me get like three, four stacks. <laughs> for what? Nigga, you ain't do nothing for that money? Yeah. And, that's- and how you, I don't know how you even dumb enough to give a nigga your money, but I mean, hey, obviously niggas are. Yeah. That's it. Like I said, if I was married and um, I did have the family, yeah, and I need, yeah, I'd, I'd be like, hey, help help brother out, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely agree with you on there, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all know. And subscribe to the show. Go ahead and subscribe to Look and Talk. And also go ahead and subscribe to the Out of Left Field podcast if you haven't done so already. We got two dope shows all over across the world. So what what's next for you guys? Besides um, the big event in Las That's what I was going to. Smoke free tour, April 16th to the 20th, Vegas 2020. Uh Smoke Free Weekend is a live show. Uh you got Podcast from across the country. You got people coming from all over the country for the whole event. You got a toga party, smoke party, pool party. Uh, you name it, it's going down out there. Like I said, it's a big ass networking event. Like, uh, get everybody out there so that you can network with these people that you listen to every week. Uh, put your content out there for some people. You got some merchandise, bring your shit with you, sell some of your shit. Like I said, shake hands, kiss babies, and Try to make the shit happen because it's enough of us out here. So it's enough fucking avenues for us all to eat. But you just got to have you just got to have a mentality to go get it. But yeah, uh, smoke free weekend. And this is the shit It's forty five dollars for everything. Forty five dollars covers you for everything except the pool party. The pool party is a separate expense. Everything else is covered in that forty five dollars. So you get your ass out there. and We show you the time of your fucking life. You hit the link in the bio, though. You follow us at OLF Podcast on Instagram, and Twitter is Out of Left Field Podcast. That's what I say, yo. Y'all heard of him, man. Y'all definitely got to um, support these guys. Definitely got to check out this event. You know what I'm saying? Definitely check it out and and go out there and go out there and network and go out there and meet some people, you know? And um, now, moving on now. How do you think people should let things go? This was our main talking point of last of the last episode of Look Talk. So I want to get your take on how do you think people need to learn how to let things go? How do you let shit go? Yeah, because he is some people that like to harp on things in the past. You know what I'm saying? They like or they feel, feel the need to bring it up or just hold on to things that happened in the past that may have hurt them or good or bad. And how do you tell somebody they just need to move on from things? I mean, everybody is different, so you can't really blanket it because it's like if they don't forget, if they don't forgive you for it, or just because they forgive you for it doesn't mean that they forgot about it. And you can't tell somebody how hurt to be. So, like, if you cheated on your girl, and when you started cheating on her, you start turning your phone over, and now you're turning your phone over again. She ain't going to do nothing but go back to the time when you was talking about you wasn't doing shit. <laughs> so how you forgive a motherfucker and get over the shit would be you kind of got to accept it. You either got to accept like, OK, this is what happened. 
And if I'm still going to be here, I got to f- get over this shit. I got to deal with it. I got to accept the situation for what it is. You can't keep talking about what you want it to be and how it should have been, how it would have been, how it could have been. You got to deal with what actually is. And what actually is, is if you still going to be sitting right here with this motherfucker, get over it. If you ain't going to get over it, if you can't come past this shit, then leave. Don't be afraid to leave. Like, don't think that you're, this nigga is the only person who ever going to love you or like you. Or that's vice great. versa. Or vice versa. If it's a dude, don't think she's the only one that's going to ever like you. It might be hard. You might have to cry a few nights. If that's what you're going to do, then do it. But don't be afraid to fucking leave. If you know that you ain't the type of person to get over shit, leave. That's real. That's definitely real. Because so me, so personally, I'm not too forgiving. My wife, you do some bullshit, like, oh, no, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's like, forgive and just move on. But it's like, Buffy, somebody you're going to be dealing on a regular basis, you just learn to deal with it and move on. But, and if they think to change their efforts and you see the effort that they're trying to make a change, you stick around, they're not doing it always. The same dumb shit. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna get on from you because you're just not gonna change. You know what I'm saying? But because you can't change everybody, and not everybody is gonna change for your presence, and not everybody's gonna meant to change to keep you. You know what I'm saying? So, hey man, this is what you gotta remember: everybody can't go. Wherever the fuck it is that you're going, everybody can't go. Yeah, that's the thing that people don't try to. People don't want to be real about. It's like you can't take everybody. You can't do for everybody. Like, it just is what it is. Once personal. You, yeah, like, once you accept that fact that you just said, man, it'll, it'll turn your life around because people are meant to either be there for a season or for a lifetime. They're there to be for a season. It's to teach you some things. If they're there for a lifetime, then you got somebody good for a lifetime and you need to hold on to them. Yeah, but you got to recognize those two differences. You got to yeah. see, motherfuckers don't be just real with yourself. If you see that a nigga got three kids and he ain't doing shit for him when you first start talking to him, leave this nigga. Get the fuck away from him. He just showed you in clear, flashing fucking lights from what he is. So then when you have a baby by the nigga, stop thinking you're the fuck special and like, oh no, he gonna change for me. If you see that this dumbass girl told you about the last nigga she was fucking with and she gave the nigga her whole income tax, you know not to get this bitch pregnant. Because she doesn't have good decision making. So when she's in the house with your fucking kids and now your kids ain't got a fucking clue of what's going on in the world, you can't be mad at her. You should be mad at your own self because she showed you this shit. She showed you like, oh, no, nigga, I don't make good decisions. I'm not the best to handle the checkbook. Like, You can't be mad at that situation. You got to be real with yourself. You got to be honest with yourself and stop just trying to get tonight's nut off. Yes. Yes, people, people, they, they do some dumb decisions when they're trying to get that nut off, you know what I'm saying? Or not wearing protection. People do some dumb shit. When, I mean, um, it, dudes just, it just feels better without a condom. <laughs> it does, keep, it does. I, I can't lie to you, it does. We can keep that real. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to keep that real. I'm going to give you that one. I, I definitely <laughs> agree. I, I it feels better without it, but the first time that shit popped on me, I said, "What the fuck did she just do?" <laughs> yeah, and it's like sometimes it's like I gotta ask myself, "It's like as bad." I know it feels good without a condom, but it's just like myself, do I really want to be here with this woman for the next 10, 15 years? Do I really 
10? Nigga, you be stuck for 18. 18, you know what I'm saying? 18, I got my numbers. Like 18 10 years. shit. 10 years, niggas will chance it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying? You got to you ask yourself that. So, but it's like, you're right. It, do, it does feel better without one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, luckily, the last time I got it from somebody without one, I think the chick admitted. Me that, um, kids. You said she can't have kids. Yeah, that's what she told me. Yeah, that's what she told you though. <laughs> I need to see some. I need to see some doctor's notes, bitch. I don't trust you. That's real. That's real. So I see y'all last episode. Y'all discuss. Um, are you afraid of love? And what got me thinking? You afraid to love? No, nah, it was. It was. What about love scares you? Oh, okay. Episode one fifty two. I out of we out of left field podcast on YouTube. Hit that like button and the subscribe. Ring the bell. Yes, ring the bell. Ring Buffalo. What about love? So what about love scares you? That's interesting. So where'd you guys go with that? All right, that would be like for me. It would be just the exposure of your emotions and your feelings and your heart. Like I got trust issues, big time trust issues, and no problem admitting that I got these trust issues. So, like, to make yourself vulnerable to somebody is the part that will really scare you. Like, trying to put yourself out there for somebody and it turns out that they don't feel the same way or that the whole relationship was bullshit. Like, you feel like you didn't just wasted all your time, energy, and effort. So, like, that would be the shit that would scare me in the situation because it's like, can you really trust this motherfucker with all of your emotional shit? All of your emotional baggage, all that comes with you, and it's yeah. hard to—it's hard to make that decision of our right, yeah, I can trust her, or right, yeah, I can trust him because you've everybody's been in a situation where they thought the situation was one thing, it turned out to be a whole other thing. Yes, that's that's definitely real. In that case, I'll say that maybe I—I th- I, I think what scares me some of the same thing scares me for that um scares you and plus like, I'm scared of having. I'm wasted again. I'm tired of I'm scared of that. And it's like, do I really want to waste the time? Or what if I'm not needs? You know what I'm saying? That's not kind of scares me as well. So but it won't stop me from you know what I'm saying? You can't one thing has all you just can't be scared. You can't let those fears of love keep you from, you know what I'm saying? Keep hey, you man, from whatever. I, I learned a long time ago. The worst thing a girl gonna say is no. That's fair. Like so as a dude, like You've been getting told no since you was 12. Yeah. When you went to the movies, the carnival, or wherever the fuck you went, like, if you was on everything moving, all right, she said no. Hey, what about a girlfriend? What about her girlfriend's girlfriend? What about her cousin? What about the other one that just walked past? Like, no ain't the worst shit you gonna ever hear. If if a no discourages you, life gonna get a whole lot more harder than that. Exactly. What they've learned is you play because it's like you gotta look at yourself. You say, I'm the fucking process, and I'm asking you to be with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm asking you to take this process myself. And, and if a no scares you, you need to reevaluate your whole entire life because everybody makes some noise. So no, actually protection because maybe they have some, maybe they have their first person that could ruin you, and people don't see that. Hey man, a lot of no knows build character. That's real. Kids today don't get told no enough. That's why these little motherfuckers ain't got good character. 
Man, I, I've seen. I'm like, thank God I ain't got no kids right now. But a lot of these, a lot of these parents, they don't like they, they don't like to um be real parents. It's like tell their asses no shit. That's the difference. Parents and friends. A lot of people want to be friends. They don't want to be parents. They want to be. So my daughter all the time. We ain't the fuck cool. We ain't even friends. We're not homies. We're not friends. I don't give a fuck if you like what I'm telling you. You shouldn't like what I'm telling you. If you like everything that I tell you, then I'm telling you the wrong shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to appreciate what I'm telling you, like down the road. Yeah. You start living life. You're going to appreciate what I'm telling you. You'll just start to do some shit that you don't even recognize that you do that you picked up from your mom or from your fucking dad or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. I do a that. lot of shit and then be like, my dad, before he passed, the last time I saw him in the hospital, he was sitting there with his hands folded. And it's something that I noticed that I do all the time. Like, if I'm just sitting there at work, I'll be at the, sitting in the chair with my hands folded. I'm sitting on the couch. I got my hands folded. And I didn't even notice that I did this shit until I noticed it, like, one day. Like, hey, this is crazy. <laughs> but that's just kind of how shit go. Like, you pick up on shit, don't even know you're picking up on it. Or you was completely against it when you was 15 and trying to run around and do whatever the fuck you was doing. But now that you got a 15-year-old, you like, oh, hey, listen, like, this ain't what this is. Mm-hmm. That's real. That's definitely real. I guess, I guess when you see it yourself, you see a lot of within you. You got, you got to, you know, you got to correct that you kind of parents point of view. See, that's the good thing, though. I never, like, People, your mom always said, wait till you get somebody that's just like you. It's like, good, because then I know exactly what the fuck they're going to do. I know exactly what she's going to say. When my daughter tries the lazy shit, girl, I invented lazy. Like, <laughs> you think you're going to ease out of this homework? Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't no easy work, no. Girl, I didn't, I didn't, try, to, I didn't try them all. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but um, I do want to thank my dollar Jay from the... Um, uh, out of left field podcast for coming through, for coming through and blessing the liquor talk with on. Uh, and when y'all ready for me to have the exclusive come back, um, uh, y'all let me know when I come to Philly. It's coming. I'm doing it with y'all, man. I'm looking forward to it though. We tell everybody from out of town, you get your ass to the city, we got you. You get to I the city, it. we got you. We see, we got more. We got enough room around the motherfucking table. So you know I'm saying you come up on the weekend Sundays, we record. But I appreciate you for having me on. Shout out to Hayes. Hayes got clipped. Um, but yeah, we are Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, Castbox, iHeartRadio, all of that shit. Search OLF Podcast. SoundCloud and YouTube is Out of Left Field Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You follow us on the gram, OLF Podcast, Twitter, Out of Left Field Podcast. This is Hype from the OLF Podcast. If I DM you, I'm not shooting at you, ladies. It's just the last episode. I don't want you. I'm married happily. (laughs) Highlashes, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Look at Talk. If you don't know, now you know. Holla at your boy, Real V Jones on Instagram. Real V Jones on on Twitter as well. Look at Talk Podcast as well on Twitter. Ladies, if I'm hollering at you, I'm going to because I wanted, I'm gonna do look and talk with you. Get it, get it misconstrued, ladies and gentlemen. Because if like I said, um, go ahead and subscribe, to look and talk wherever Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all.
Anchor FM. Now, if you want to be a guest on Look and Talk, or if you want to be on the next exclusive episode of let us know. Hit me up. You know what I'm saying? I'm always responding to DMs. DMs wide open, you know what I'm saying? Make this shit happen all 2020, all 2020, all 21. Make this shit happen big time. Boy.